Groovy. Good evening. How's the wine? I can't drink. My health doesn't allow it. And welcome to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast. We leave it all on the cutting room floor. I don't know why I just felt like quoting Clockwork Orange, you know, because I do the hello, and I just, you know, I thought I'd, thought I'd change it up a little bit. That was Clockwork Orange, huh? Yeah. Okay. Good evening. Remember when they... I don't mind. remember Clockwork Orange well enough. I saw it a long you know time what? ago and I was drunk. Super fucking overrated movie. It's it's a, it's a Kubrick is either hit or miss with me, man. And that is man. And that is a miss. Um, obviously, as you can hear, I am joined by H1N1 Zombies. Say hello. What's up, everybody? Uh, today's knife is a really sweet fucking machete from this movie. I mean, just really good looking. I like this thing a lot. Yes, this machete is like... One of the coolest apocalyptical, like, fucking weapons. Like, and yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk a book of Eli, but Foist, I'd like to shout out my sponsors, which is you, the Patreons. Uh, currently, you're our only sponsors right now, and I appreciate it. Um, big shout out to uh, Nick Neo. Uh, he's at, like, the platinum membership that no one else is, which is awesome. Sorry, sorry, H1N1. Don't worry. I, I still love you. At least you you shut up, me. baby. I know it. All right, yeah, that's right. Uh, remember for um, for free, you could listen to this on your podcast application, whatever you know. Obviously, you're hearing this. Uh, not everything's on YouTube. If you're hearing this on YouTube, um, I'm surprised it slipped by. So go ahead and uh, subscribe, like, and all the other good stuff. Also, we have our Shit, website. Potatoes. Cancel. There you go. Uh, we also have our <laughs> website, which is um, po- sorry. Um, Da, da, da. What is it? Podbean. Fucking, yeah, it's on Podbean. It's knifepartypod.podbean.com. Also, the Podbean app is super sweet. It allows you to download a podcast for free. And for Spotify, for instance, you have to pay for that. It's like 10 bucks a month or $11 now. So I recommend you get that. Uh, but also on the Patreon, for only a dollar, you could join the party and you get to access. You get to. You get to access uh, the Power Glove podcast, which is our video game chat. H1N1 and I just did one on Pokemon Red and Blue, which is kind of cool. That was a lot of fun. For $5, you uh, get access to Slimer Creative. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Fuck, you going to make it there, bud? Yeah, I'm going to be fine. Which is, uh, I got that, like, drip, you know, the allergy drip thing? Um, and uh, that Slime Rec Radio is not safe for work, so I put that behind the I Got Five Kids to Feed podcast, and then finally the $20 membership where you get sweet swag and gear. Now, I'm not going to mail you a machete, but, you know, we just gave out cool hoodies, and I'm working on some uh, nice nice beer steins for uh, right before Christmas for our December. Yeah, so there you go. Right. That's, um, that's all the plugs I'm going to do because, like I said, you're our only sponsors right now, so there you go. All right, Book of Eli. Um, you don't like this movie, apparently. I have my gripes with it. I'm not going to say outright don't watch it, but mm, I don't know if I'm going to watch it again. So it got uh, 47 on the tomato meter. So That's worse than I was going to give it. Okay, that's that's not good. Audience score 64. That's closer to where I'm going. Uh, I'm giving this... Just because it's such a fun movie and rewatchable, I'm going to give this an 84. God damn. Really? 84? Dude, Gary Ullman. What was our benchmark? What did we have for, for 80? What was the benchmark for 80 again? Oh, fuck. What was it? Um, it wasn't Ghostbusters, right? No. no Ghostbusters we loved. There was one we did recently. We were like, this is yeah. the benchmark for 80. Yeah. If it's not better than this, it's not an 80. And oh, it's damn. not whatever it was. Because we've reviewed some good shit lately. Oh, man. Hold on. Let me let me take a look. Um, I'm sure I, you got that written Truly professional, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Was it Space Odyssey? Was it? Or no, was it Event Horizon? I think it was Event Horizon. I think it was. And it's not better than Event Horizon. Yeah, but I could watch this more. Well, what do you give it? I give it an 84 just because I really like the actors in it. Uh, Mia Kumez, Denzel Washington, Gary Oldman, who's one of my favorite heels of all time. I love if, Gary Oldman. Dude, he's great in everything. Gary Oldman in everything. So, Gary uh, Oldman and me. What would, you, uh, what would you give this then? 
I was going to give this a 58. I was not going to certify this sharp, but there was something sharp in that the you movie. Really liked, yeah. yeah. His fucking machete and the way he used that thing, fantastic. So I'm like, you know what? Bump it up a couple points. I was going to give it a solid 64. So, oh, you're going to give it a 64 now? Yeah, that was that was what the bump up was. Okay, so let's see. That would be... It's sharp. It's worth seeing. So I don't know if I'm going to see it again. Our combined quick math would be a 73. So certified sharp at 73. I think that's more than fair. In fact, I bumped it up a little bit because I knew you were going to dumb it down a little bit, and I did not want I, it to. It was have... an honest review. I wasn't. I wasn't hating on it, but I do have some some complaints, and we're going to get to them. So I just said who's in the movie. Uh, now this movie has the um, the volcano effect. Here's what I mean. Volcano. So remember when Volcano came out, and then Dante's Inferno came out right after, or uh, a pop. Um, uh, I do want to close my haze, Armageddon, and then oh, Armageddon and Deep, Deep Impact, Impact. So, A Bug's Life and Ants. Exactly. Yeah. This did the same thing because right before this came The Road, a very depressing- Road is so good, though. It is very good. It's sad as shit, but it's so good. It is. It is sad Way as Way better than this movie. So uh, this movie only did 94,000 uh, in the box, or thousand million in the box office. I don't know what it costs, but I think it almost broke even. I, I this didn't make a lot of money um, for I what it was. See why? I mean, for how much it costs. Now, I really like this movie because of some of the cameos, and also because this is a love letter to Fallout fans. It felt like New Vegas the movie at some points. It, it did. really did. So we'll get to that in a second. But they even use like Michael McDowell. So that that's why I did that. Good evening. Because, you know, he's in that movie. Um, they even used him, who he played on the video game as as the leader of the Enclave in Fallout 3. He was leader of the Enclave, wasn't he? And oh, also, also too, uh, Alcatraz is the hub of the uh, Brotherhood of Steel. So there's a couple of, like... <laughs> Fallout nods. Yeah, there is. Plus, they use vats in this. I swear to God, they use vats. There's, like, twice where you see a bullet, like, go to its target. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Beep, beep, beep. I love it. By the way, have you ever tried to play Fallout without vats? So hard. Dude, it's... You get used to it at a certain point, and then you forgot why you use vats in the first place, and then you use vats again, you're like, oh yeah, I remember why. Yeah, because it's cool slow-mo shots. Mm -hmm. Heads exploding in slow motion. Yes. All right, so we're going to go ahead and play the trailer, and then we'll talk about it. I will send it as soon as the stupid ad airs. Sorry, Febreze, care, whatever, whatever you're doing over there, Febreze. I'm not. There, I'm. I'm muting it. I have to wait for this ad to play because I don't have YouTube Premium. I don't know. I had it for a minute. All right. Thirty winters ago, the war tore a hole in the sky. Only a few survived. Our only hope is in my hands. Take off the pack, nice and slow. Put that hand on me again, you won't get it back. <laughs> Cursed be the ground for our sake. For out of the ground we were taken and to the dust we shall return. I told you you weren't going to get that back. This little town, just beginning. All we need is that book. It's different than the others. You're not going to be able to make him do what you want him to do. This is your last chance. Give it up or I swear I'll bury you. I don't want any trouble. That's too bad. Nobody touches it but me, you understand me? I love this guy. Shoot him, please. Teach me. Put a crew together, we're going after him. Go back inside. <laughs> Close your eyes. 
of Eli. Awesome. Love it. Here's some music. Okay. So before we kind of get into the semantics of, of this, I want to know, what are your gripes with this movie? Okay. Well, I only seen this movie a couple hours ago. Okay. And the reason I avoided it entirely is because I had part of the movie spoiled for me. I had people tell me that, you know, uh, oh, he's he's guarding this Bible book that's going to save. No, because the whole thing is like, yeah. oh, this, I'm guarding this book and it's the key to saving the future. And they're like, and it's the Bible. You know, like, the, oh, my well, the shitty thing God, is in, in the actual trailer, they fucking show that it's the Bible. Right. Which so, is dumb. Yeah. But, but somebody told me that it was like, oh, but it's the Bible. I'm like, this is dumb. But the real, that's so dumb. But the real twist is like later. When you find out that he... That I didn't know. And I hated that even more. Especially... Well, I hated it at first. Because I'm like, he's fucking blind! He's dead nailing all these shots. Everyone... And fucking, like, doing Jedi Master Kung Fu so shit wait, with that whoa, whoa, machete. Wait. And he's blind? So, so... De uh, not Deadpool, sorry. So, the... Um, Daredevil is believable, but this is not... That's what I didn't realize. It's like, oh, we're supposed to take him serious when he's like, I have a voice in my head that says I was chosen by God. I wrote him off as a crazy person. Yeah. Because Meg looked at him and she's like, okay, the voice in your head's telling you to do this. Exactly. So she treats him like he's crazy. And I'm like, I'm going to. I, I kind of did that too, but looking, I talked to my brother about this because I called him as soon as I realized he was fucking blind. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, the dude's literally chosen by God to do this. I'm like. Okay, now I have more gripes with the film. Dude, he's like a 20th level paladin. What can you say? Yeah, but let's say he is chosen by God to take the last Bible and, you know, go save the world with it. He doesn't fucking help anybody with this. He just goes and murder hobos everybody he comes across or sits there and watch people get fucking killed. Dude, murder raped. hobos is a great name for a band. It is. <laughs> but it's not a great thing if you're supposed to be the person saving the world. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He he walked to the coast, took him 31 fucking years to do it, and wrote a book and died. And that's the review. Good night, everybody. Basically. <laughs> so let's start out. There's an ashen forest, I'll right? I'll calm down. And uh we, we get like beer. we get like a our our shot, you know, of, of like the forest kind of give you an idea of what everything looks like. And uh we saw we see like, you know, this cat and a dead body. The cat starts eating the dead body, which they do, by the way. Never die alone with cats because they'll eat your face. That's how I got my cat. Anyway, Eli kills the cat using vats with an arrow. And, uh, you know, anyway. He and that, that's another gripe for me, though. He kills the cat. Uh-huh. Because, like, you know, it's the end times. You got to eat what you got to eat. It's a perfectly good body right there. Ew. I'm kidding. But, no, he kills the cat. He didn't have the cannibalism perk. He probably didn't have the cannibalism perk. But then he cooks the cat, and then cuts off a little bit and feeds it to a mouse and lets it go. I'm like, I thought calories are calories here. We're just killing things because we got to survive. Maybe he didn't want to eat rat, and he already killed cat. I'm mad that he killed the cat. So, I am too. I'm not going to lie. So then, anyway, um, Eli then goes to abandoned home. You know, he's uh, uh, he's looking around. He goes for the water faucet. It doesn't turn nope. on. Then we see a dude that committed suicide, a hangman, and turns out they uh, ironically wear the same size shoe. There's another gripe. It's been 31 years since the since the whole fucking war kicked off. Was that guy? Did he just kill himself? I think so. Okay, then why was why was all of his clothes clean? Why were those brand new docks that he had on? That I can't answer. If I'm in the apocalypse and it's been 31 years and I got brand new docks and stuff, I'm a, I'm living life good. Because well, even Denzel's like, yeah, brand new docks. To be fair docks. to this movie, though, they don't say it's 31 years. They actually do not disclose. They do. The, they do? They do. Because oh. he says, you know, it's been 31 years since The Flash. Mm. So either that guy's well-preserved or... Or he just offed himself with brand new docks. I think I think the latter. Maybe he, you know, he wants to look good before he, you know, offs himself. Yeah. Could be, right? 
anyway, so, um, you know, at this point, it's got some new nice kicks. And, uh, dead guy talks. He, uh, yeah, he's listened to Dead, dead Man's Shoes. He listens to his iPod. I think it's a Nano or is it a Mini? No, I think that was full size. It was? Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's like, like a first gen iPod, I think. Something. Well, this came out in 2010. So it yeah. probably wasn't first, but still. Maybe they just got one to make it seem old. Maybe. And, um, Anyway, he listens to like some like old school jazz, like uh, slow jazz stuff. I didn't recognize it. I didn't recognize it either, but um, I don't know. Uh, anyway, he listens to that, and then anyway, let's see. Oh yeah, the overpass scene, the bait. That was cool. The this is like one of the coolest scenes in the movie. The action you got to give this uh, movie for its action scenes are fantastic. Action scenes are on point. Can't can't fuck with them, dude. So this girl is like, oh, my cart's knocked over and I can't get it up and I'm all weak and stuff. And can you help me? And then, you know, uh, uh, Eli just goes, you that know, fucking line. The good thing about no soap is you can smell, smell fucking marauders a mile away. away. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, then they come out and the, and the marauders come. These raiders come out. And they're like, hey, you know, uh, give us your shit. You know, give us your pa- give us your weapon. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he goes, oh, he's got a pistol. And then this is kind of like a reoccurring theme. They go guarantee it's not loaded yeah at at this point yeah there's probably not a lot of ammo left right so and then uh you know he the guy pushed them and he goes hey man you push me again you touch me again you're gonna lose it you know meaning the hand Mm -hmm. and then uh um he did not heed that warning he did not heed the warning and then like you know in one swoop like this machete that's badass by the way yep just cuts this dude's arm off and then he starts screaming and then they're like what did he say and he goes I think they said come get him or something. something it's like, like I think he said kill him, but he's kind of going into shock right now. Yeah, he's in <laughs> shock. He said get him. So then he Eli goes into the shadows underneath this overpass, and you just see kind of like the shadow one shot like fight thing, and it's mm-hmm. it's really awesome. Um, and then see, this is why I like this movie. Once that scene happened, I'm like, you got me. I'm in. And they had the guy in the mask with the chainsaw, and I'm just getting like Resident Evil 4 Exactly. Because he actually blocks it with the machete, too. I know. I was like, okay, Resident Evil 4, thank you for inspiring something else. Right. Anyway, really like that scene. It was very nice. He keeps moving west, and then a motorcycle- He also tells that girl, like, you know, it's like, give me your water now. I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm leaving. She's like, can I come with you? He's like, no, fuck off. Just keeps walking. Exactly. Um, then he's walking, um, and you see him like going to like this overpass, and it's it's you know it's um, it's broken, like you can no longer, and and it's just funny because he just stands there and kind of looks around and just like goes back, and finally he comes to like this cliff, and he sees this motorcycle gang just like kill these this couple, yeah, kill them and take their shit and take their shit, yeah, these raiders do that, and roughs he, up the woman too, yeah. tell you know he tells himself don't get involved, it's not your concern, you gotta stay on the path, gotta gotta keep on the path. Yeah, not it's not your concern. Stay on the path. So he goes to this town, right? And this is uh, like I don't know. We don't get to see. This is like the only town we see in this movie. So we don't know if there's other settlements. And it looks like an old Wild West. Well, town, it does. Like but, it's one lane, like yeah. a one lane town. And uh, he there's goes, modern shit there. There's like a like a J Crew store, but it's I it's, didn't notice that. Yeah, it's like there's a J Crew store, but everything's so dilapidated, and this is the only thing that's like left. So it looks like a one you know lane town. It, it yeah, it, it gave me Wild West vibes. I think they did on purpose, especially the uh, bar too. Yeah, like it, the bar, they made it seem like a, a old school saloon. saloon. Yeah. yeah, he goes into uh, like the general store there, and he trades uh, for batteries because he wants his iPod charged. That's like what uh, he or he's got this like little mini battery that yep. he yeah. And uh, Tom Waits is actually the clerk. Did you notice that? I don't know who Tom Waits is. Yes, you do. I didn't recognize the clerk, so... He's a musician, but he also has a lot of bit parts. He was Renfield in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Been a long time since I watched that. I Dude, didn't watch it. Tom, uh, he also plays um, uh, Zachary and uh, Seven Psychopaths. Don't know that movie. Seven wow. Psychopaths? Oh, dude, that's got to be on our list. That's a good fucking movie. God, this list is getting fucking long. I know. Seven Psychopaths is a great. It's a great movie. You it's haven't a- led me astray so far, except <sighs> for this movie, so we'll find out. It was worth watching, though, was it not? <laughs> it was worth watching, yeah. I'm just giving it shit. I'm just saying, dude, Like, if you want to watch the Fallout movie- or This the, is it. This is it, until the TV show comes out on Amazon Prime, which I'm looking forward to. I can't fucking wait for that. I know, me too. God, I can't wait for that. 
and they're re releasing the game for free at the same time. It's going to be a good. I wish I had an Xbox just because you guys are going to get a cleaned up version of New Vegas and three, and that pisses me off. But I mean, <sighs> I, th I think if you're a PC owner and you have Windows, you get it too. I'm not sure. Oh, sweet. Fuck it. <laughs> there you go. I don't know if Steam's going to give it to you for free, though, but I know that if you own the I, game I'll on. Pay. I don't give a shit. There you go. Um, so he trades, he starts trading with uh, Tom Waits to, to, you know, get his battery. And he's like, well, what do you got? And he's like, I got gloves and I got uh, this, you know, cashmere sweater vest or like a scarf or whatever. No, and, he traded the gloves and the, and oh, the, for the water. for water. Yeah, yeah that, that happens in a minute. So, um, and he's it was all, the KFC towelettes that he used yeah, to wash his balls yeah, yeah. off earlier. Yeah, he, he gives them the KFC towelettes and then um, a Zippo that he got from the Zippo. Raiders. Yeah, and he goes, I got tons of those. What else you got? And he goes, uh, he goes, you got any chapstick? And he goes, I got cat oil, the same thing. And he goes, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Which is funny because that's like a callback to what just happened with the cat. I didn't know cat oil was a thing, but apparently it is. Yeah, apparently cat oil is good for the lips. Apparently. I mean, you got to think about it. 85% of females don't realize they're putting whale blubber on their face when they use lipstick. True. Yeah, there you go. Cat right. oil. Now he goes next door. Uh, to get some water, and that's at the saloon. And like you said, total Wild West vibes. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and Raider Group shows up too. The Raider Group shows up now. I I failed to mention every time he goes shopping, he, they go, "Let me see your hands." You put out your hands to see if you have the shakes. So that's like because uh, there is something um, called Kuru, and that's if humans eat human brains, you like legitimately oh, will get the uh, shakes. Prions, yeah, yeah, which is weird. Because it's only human brains. Isn't that weird? Yep. Our I, brains are fucked up. I don't know what it is. Uh, but anyway, so he goes in the bar and he wants water, you know, and uh, they're like, well, that's coming out of my special reserve. So you better have something good. And that's when he offers up the the cashmere and the, the you know, this and that. And sh I think Shemog. shampoo. Yeah. Did, is it shampoo there? Or like, no, shampoo's from the Raiders. Shampoo's from the Raiders. Yeah. So, he offers the shamog and the uh, the gloves. So shampoo comes from, uh, or sorry, the Raiders come back and they, they have all these books for Gary Ullman's character. Mm -hmm. He's looking <laughs> for one book to rule them all. <laughs> exactly. Um, they don't say his name yet, so I don't have it written down yet. But, um, and he's like, "These are the wrong books, or it's not the right one." And he goes, "But we did bring you this shampoo." And he goes, "Ah, you did good, boys. Yeah, all the booze you could drink. Go back out tomorrow, right?" So they're like, "Woohoo!" Because shampoo is like a luxury in this, you know. Yeah. And it was one of those small, like hotel, like the travel bottle size, exactly. Yeah. And he's just super stoked about it. He immediately goes and washes his girl's hair with it. Exactly, all sensual and shit, right? Just, so, oh god, you don't smell like bo anymore. Now you smell like lavender. And this chick's kind of odd. We find out later she's blind. Yeah. But she, there's something off about her, and I think she becomes blind from the flash. Is no, that what she they, had it from birth. Oh, she had it from birth. Okay. Which made it easier, I guess. Yeah. So now um, now we see the cat scene. Uh, where the, uh, Another cat scene, right? Uh, a cat jumps on top of the bar, or is on top of the bar, and it hisses at him like it knows he's mm -hmm. been eating cat, you know? And uh, he kind of shoes it away. And then one of the, the leader of the bar king goes, you just pushed my cat off like the, the bar. And he goes, I shoot him. Yeah, it's like, oh, I shoot him. It's like, yeah, well, he's got more right to be here than you. He's been here for two years. He's like, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. Please yeah. stop. And he's like, I don't want no trouble. Yeah, he's like, too bad. And he went, he like flinches at him and then he grabs him by his head and smashes it on the fucking bar to, and it like shatters his jaw in like a couple different places. And yeah, and he puts him in a hammer lock and he goes, I'm going to get my things. I'm going to get out of here. Okay. And he's like, yeah, okay. Stands up and then falls over dead immediately. It's just, uh, he, ah, he also fuck. said, like, I've seen you on the road and I know what's up. Oh, yeah. You'll be judged for your actions. Exactly. Which is, I, I thought that part was kind of cool. So anyway, then they're like, sick him. Yep. And th this is that part in the D&D uh, D &D campaign where it's like, okay, roll for initiative. Right. <laughs> and he makes short work of all these guys, just like the guys in the underpass. He oh, just yeah, starts, starts murder hoboing. And then finally... Um, you know, uh, we see Meg. We see Meg come in now. She was the one fetching the water, and uh, she says, "Stop!" You know, and at that point, you see Gary Ullman looking over of just these guys that he's dispatched. You know, and he wants to like have a, you know, he wants to have a, a meeting with him because he's, he's like, like yeah. this guy is the guy that's going to get my book, he, not realizing that he already has it. Right. 
He's like, yeah. He's like, I could use you. It's like, yeah, not only are you uh, really good at what you do with fucking people up, you're from the before times, from the long, long ago. Yeah. Now, I, the guy that plays the uh, main henchman, Ray Stevenson. That's Ray Stevenson? Yeah. Wow. I know. Like, uh, he was just a lot younger, but. Um, a lot younger. So he, yeah. He, he looked po- good in this, though. He did look good. He's one of my favorite characters too in this uh, movie. Yeah, he has he has believable motivations. He does, and also too he he has a lot of good facial emotion and everything else because you could tell like when he is annoyed or pissed or whatever, but he says like otherwise, you know. Anyway, so um, by the way, backstory: he's in love with uh, uh, Mila Kuma's character. What was her name again? Meg. Meg. Okay. Easy to remember. It was some stupid. It was like Solaris. Yeah, it is Solaris. Yeah. So we're going to call her Meg. We'll call her Meg. Shut up, Meg. (laughs) I was for real. I was like, is her name Meg? And I was like, oh, family guy reference. So anyway, um, yeah, he, he, uh, uh, you know, wants this meeting. He has a meeting with him and he's like, also, can you read? And he goes, yeah, I read every day. And he goes, you do. So, you know, I didn't think to ask at that point, what what do do you you read? read? What's in the bag, bud? What's in the bag? <laughs> Dumb. So anyway, Eli is now locked up for the night because it's like, well, he I will take seem, no refusal kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, why don't you stay with us the night? And if you still feel like leaving, you can leave in the morning. And then uh, Ray Stevens' character is like, yeah, you're not fucking leaving, bud. <laughs> Speaking of uh, stay in the night, I'm doing the pee-pee dance. We're going to take a pause for the cause real quick. Sorry about that, everybody. We're back. Are you good, man? Oh, dude. There's a lot of grunting and crying in there. Dude, that was a master pee. Oh, you were just peeing? No. Yeah, just peeing. I'm more concerned now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need me to take you to the hospital? Um, All right. So, yeah, he gets trapped, and then they're like, all right, well, we're going to try to convince him the nice way. So they send in um, Gary Ullman's girl who, God, I, I fucking forgot his name. I wrote it. I swear to God, I wrote it down. Um, I don't remember her name at all, and I just watched it a couple hours ago. Uh, Gary is the name of uh, his character, I believe. Gary Oldman plays Gary. No, 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 you're right. God, I'm such an idiot. I wrote it down in here when they finally something dumb. That was like Carlisle or something like that. I think it is. It's something like that. Anyway, he sends his blind wife in, who just got shampooed, to uh, deliver some food and water, and. Uh, you know, he's like, set it down. She goes, can you sig- signal me so I know where you are? So this is how we know we're blind. And he goes, you know, kind of to, mm-hmm. to let him know. She sets the food down. She's like, enjoy. And um, I, and then after, shortly after, they send down Solara to convince him. Yeah. You know, and uh, I would be convinced by Mila Kumas. That's just me. Just saying. She's hot. She's good looking. She's very good looking. Her eyes are crazy, though. You know she's Ukrainian and and learned English like right before she started the seventy show. No, she's Ukrainian. That's just Bulgarian. I'm telling you, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think I you're wrong. wrong. I think you're wrong. Okay. Anyway, she's still anyway, married to uh, Ashton Cooter. I don't know. I remember they were married for a minute. I don't know. Married in Hollywood is like dating. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Follow it. Uh, anyway. So she comes in and, um, you know, he's like, go away. I don't, you know, yeah, want, don't want this. Yeah, I don't want this. And she goes, look, just let me sleep on the floor. I won't bother you. Like, I, I don't want to get in trouble if, you know. Yeah, he'll hurt my mom. If, yeah, if exactly. Comply. So he says, cool. Do you want to share some of this food? And I think the reason why he didn't had hadn't touched the food yet is he thought it might have been poisoned. Yeah, I think he was also kind of using her as a. A little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, if she eats it, then it's probably not poisoned so but anyway then they say grace and she's like what are you doing yeah he she's never heard this before and he's like shh, 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 shut up. <laughs> you know just listen right yeah and so he just kind of does it doesn't teach her about it or what it means so once again not helping people not furthering the cause now it's the next day and solara is asked by uh gary Ullman's character um like Did you do the thing yeah, how was it? And she's like, it went as expected, or what? What she? she I did as you asked. Did as you asked. There you go. And then her and her mother are going to have like breakfast or whatever. And then she, she wanted to do the cool she, thing she learned. Yeah, she wanted to do the cool thing. So, um, she 
puts out her hands and goes, mom, give me your hands. And she kind of mimics the prayer, but does it wrong. And then at she the doesn't br- know how to end it. End it. And then Gary Oldman like, goes, for now. <laughs> yeah. And Gary Oldman goes, you mean to say amen? Where'd you hear that kind of yep. thing? So now. Yeah. Did he read it from that book? Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so uh, now after this. Uh, let's see. They go and storm he, the cell. Exactly. It's like, and he's gone. He's gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Eli is like, uh, you know, he's trapped. He gathers his things. Back at the pawn shop. Back at the pawn shop. He's yeah. like, come on, just give me my shit. I gotta go. And now they're like, hey, stop him. You know, and, and they're all out there and it's the okay corral. It's well, like- They're trying that last thing. It was like, come on. You know, it's like, we know what you have. I know what you have. You know, it, wouldn't it be best to, you know, help people to spread the faith, to kind of, you know, spread the word here? Wouldn't it be beneficial for everyone here if we could, you know, yeah, have access to the book? And he's like, you know, I got to get the book to where, it, where it'll be safe and where it'll be best. And I haven't found that place yet. And it's like, oh, so all these people aren't worthy of your fucking salvation, huh? Well, I think it's because he knew he was going to pull a Jim Jones. Right. But at the same time, it's like you're not helping anybody here. You're just walking on through. Yeah, but these guys, I don't think Faith could save them. They're already half cannibals, and well, I mean, not everybody not in that everybody. town. I mean, the goon squad that rolled up on him, probably yeah. not. But and most of them are dead anyway. Yeah. So uh, either way, um, so here comes the the shootout that he kind of just doesn't care to engage in. Just starts walking away from. Yeah, and yeah. the bullets don't even. They just whiz by him, and they're like looking at their guns, like what? Yeah, the first one misses. It was a whiff. The second one, like, barely grazes his pack. Yeah, it's not like he's just, in, you know, impervious to bullets. It, well, at least, like, we, I, I so thought it seemed. plot armor at first. Like, oh, plot armor. Okay, obviously. He's got plot armor. Yeah, like, oh, like uh, how Luke and Leia have? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just plot armor. And then the dude turns around, whips out a Glock, and just starts, you know, driving nails into people. Just bop, bop, bop. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. That's mode, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Like it's that's why I love this movie. Oh, and here's a here's where it might get a little couple more bonus points here. I counted the guy. He had a Glock 17. He fired 17 rounds, and it was out of ammo. I'm like, fucking. Well I done. love it when they slide do slide lock back and everything. I'm like, good, fucking. Uh, well, I well hate done. it in movies. I'm like, like the the show Archer. I always count. Like and and when they have especially like. When it comes to movies like Battle Royale, where it's just ridiculous, where it's like yeah. a infinite ammo banana He's got clip, an infinite ammo glitch, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm like 17 rounds locked back, done. I was like, that's impressive. Right. That's just very well done. Oh, one of my favorite scenes like that is uh, in Last Action Hero in the beginning, when Benedict is shooting at uh, Arnold, and then he goes click, and he goes, "You made the classic mistake. You didn't reload the dot goddamn gun." He goes, "No, Jack." I just left one chamber empty. And then he shoots him. I love that. <laughs> it's like one of the coolest scenes. That's cool. You hate that movie. I I need to rewatch it. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. I hated it as a kid. I might like it now. We'll you see. will like it now. We'll and find the, out. And the soundtrack's pretty decent, too. Anyway, so after this, Solara starts, oh, because um, uh, Gary Ullman's character gets winged. Uh, oh, yeah, in the leg. Yeah, once his uh, Glock locks back, and he's like, oh, that's done, he whips out the shotgun, and puts one in Gary Oldman's leg. So now Gary Oldman is lame right now and uh you know the their forces are kind of like not they're all you know they need to regroup is what I'm saying. Yep. Solara escapes and starts following him and she's trying to be all like you know cute about it and he's like why are you following me? Like yeah. he could tell without turning around, mm-hmm. you know. Just please don't. Please don't. And she's like, "Well, I'll I'll lead you to the, you know, to the water supply." And it's like an offer he can't refuse. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll take free water. Sure, let's go. So he gets the free water, and then he locks her in. Yeah, he locks like, her in the cave. He's like, don't follow me. It's a bad idea, and they'll probably find you. You'll be fine. Right? So now, at this point, a hit team is set out for Eli, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, well, they, they, the the head guy uh, kind of bargains at this point. Yeah. He's he's like, like, I'll get your book. Yeah, I'll get your book. But this guy just wiped out a whole bunch of us. So it's going to cost you. I want want Solara. He's like, oh, are you negotiating with me? He's like, yeah, they're all dead. I'm all you have left. So he's like, well played. Fine. You get Solara. (laughs) Right. Um, Now, um, Eli, let's see. Oh, that's also where he says, like, the book is a weapon. It's not... It's not just a book. It's a weapon. And he kind of realizes from... Because he's from the before time. Yeah. He's like... 
this book gives you power. People will listen to you. People will believe you. If I have the book, I can control people better. Exactly. Which, kind of true, historically speaking. I mean, I'm gonna... I, I, <laughs> historically, I, he's not wrong. I am very sympathetic to Gary Ullman's character. I don't think he is a... I think he's more like lawful neutral, or sorry, lawful evil, rather than like chaotic evil, or maybe even true neutral, maybe, because he has to go through all these ends, and yeah, he's a cruel person, but, but at the end has, of the day, he just wants a society. So right. you kind of so got to give him a little credit. I would say lawful evil. Lawful evil. Okay. Anybody associated with the church or trying to establish a church, I would put with lawful evil. <laughs> Hardest alignment to play. Lawful evil? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, you're playing a government official. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah. I always just play chaotic neutral because, you know, being a dwarf, chances are you're chaotic neutral. Anyway. Yeah. It's kind of built into being a dwarf. So the hit team is sent out for him, right? And uh, But Solara, at the meantime, falls for the same shopping cart bit. With the same woman. With the same woman. And then she's like, oh, Get out of here. Yeah, I need a man's help. You need to get out of yeah, here right you, now. And But too late. Yep. Uh, the Marauders already come out, and they start like trying to rape her, and then we see- yep. a, a, like, One guy starts unzipping, and then poof. instead of a cock coming out, yeah. it's an arrow. It's an arrow. <laughs> and then <laughs> right he through. falls down. It's a great cinematic scene where the dude falls, and you see Eli just like with the bow, mm-hmm. like and put it down. And then uh, obviously he makes short work of them as well. Right? Yep. Two arrows. And uh, then he gets her out of there, and now they're on the road together. Yep. And okay, I guess you can tag along. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they they rest up, and during it, Eli starts reading the book. It's like, well, he might as well, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, she already knows. And uh, she goes, teach me how to read. And, you know, he says, I, I can't really teach you, but I could read it to you. Yeah. He at, reads her a little bit. Of Genesis. Yeah. No. It wasn't Genesis? Uh, no, it's the New Testament, but I thought it was Genesis. Genesis is Old Testament. I forget what it is, but... No, it was the... Uh, oh, yay, though, I walked through the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I forget what that is. I saw this with um, my uncle, and he used to be really religious. He was in, in a religious band called um, Last Day. They were punk rock, and they really did kick ass. It was like... Oh yeah, there are some Christian bands that I still listen to to this day. I'm not Christian, yeah. but it's like, yeah, no, there are Dude, some. Dude, if if you could tr- find Five it. Iron Frenzy, uh, who else? Alter oh, Bridge, De- Demon Hunter, Alter Bridge. Don't know Alter Bridge. Yeah, you do. Edges music. On this day, I oh, see yeah. clearly everything mm-hmm. has come to life. Yeah. OC Supertones. Christian ska was a thing in the early 2000s. Creed. No, I don't like. Creed, I though. like Creed. I don't like Creed. Hi, Kitty. Kitty likes Creed. She's leaving. She's like, how dare you? Oh, Raven. Sorry. <laughs> I thought like, like Kitty, the band? Kitty? Oh, no. <laughs> they are not. I remember Kitty. They sucked. Eh. They were a product of their time. They were. They were. Yeah. Let's just leave it there. So uh, now the Marauders, or sorry, now the, um, you know, the the Gary Ullman's Raiders, they, they find, you know, the scene of uh, uh, the, the scene, the the area, the location of where like the a, cart, the cart uh, uh, gag went down, and they're like, "Oh, he's he's been here, blah blah blah. He can't be far, but uh, we'll have to go out in the morning because it's getting dark." So they get back now. Um, in this movie, they don't really obviously. There's nuclear winter because you see ash falling everywhere. I wonder because if it gets dark during that kind of period of time, it would get below freezing. Do you think that's why? Because they notice they never travel during the daylight, even though the or, or sorry at nighttime, even though the daylight is like piercing blind, where everyone has to wear sunglasses. I think they had to. Well, the the reason that uh, the one guy gave is uh, we can't track them at night. We'll drive right past them, and uh, also yeah. they'll see us coming a mile off with our headlights. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason they gave this. I uh, yeah, that's that's a good thing. But um, the other reason I like that the light is so bright during the daytime. I really like the camera filter they use in this movie as well. It's the Mexico filter cranked up to a thousand. Basically. Uh, I I really dig the fact because it kind of hides the fact that Eli is blind because everyone has to wear sunglasses. Uh, yeah. But I mean, the, the Mexico filter, if, if, for people who don't know, anytime you see a, a 
movie TV show. Once upon a time in, in Mexico, and they're in Mexico. There's this kind of orangey brown filter they put. To they fucking use it, everything. You know where they use it to death? Breaking Bad. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. You read my mind. I'm they overuse <laughs> they overuse it in Breaking Bad and it's turned out but this one is more of a grayscale monochrome style though. But it's so like green sat it's greeny and gray. You can't see the color blue whatsoever. Nope. At all. Uh, everything is either green or like if red is red, red's really dark. Yeah. And uh, everything's... I really do like... brown. I swear. It's like they... Dude, they took the color palette from Fallout 3. It's exactly what it is. New Vegas, I would say. It looks like New Vegas. New Vegas is a little bit more red, but I don't know. It's brown. It it looks brown to me. It's it's brown town. Yeah. By the way, that's one of the reasons why I hated 4 is 4 was super colorful. It was. And I don't know why. Maybe the air's cleaner in the Commonwealth. I don't know, but they need to... When that remake comes out, man, they better fix that. Because I don't want it to look so pretty. It makes it seem less sad. Yeah, ugly it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dirty it up, man. I want to see the girl after prom, not before. <laughs> anyway, now we have one of my favorite scenes. I call it the tea scene. So uh, Solara and Eli are walking and they find like a house, you mm-hmm. know, and it says like, you know, private property do not cross. And they are like, let's go see what's in the house, right? And this they, upset me. They fall into like a a, a, a pit trap. Mm-hmm. They're stuck down there, and then these this uh, these two uh, elderly people come out and have shotguns trained on them. They're like, "Didn't you read the sign? What the hell?" And then uh, he's uh, like, "Yeah, I didn't see it." He's like, "Yeah, I didn't see it," which is funny because true. Yep, he uh, really didn't. He didn't see it. Oh god, I didn't even think about that. Didn't you didn't think about that. It. <laughs> she can't read and he didn't exactly exactly that's why it's lie. funny that's why it's funny but anyway when, when they see solara they kind of warm up to them and get them out of there and then invite them for tea now here's a part of the scene i really like and they didn't even have to like spell it out for you because they don't even tell you that when you eat human you get the shakes you just know that from do they ever say it i don't think they ever say it out loud i don't think they do either um, I think one time well, like, they do when he says, he I don't eat people. Yeah. He goes, I don't eat people. And yeah. he puts out his hands. Yeah. At a certain point. But the, I like the cool thing is that you have to kind of know of Kuru in order to understand that little mm-hmm. premise. I think it's, I think that's like, they did, what I think is I like it when the movie doesn't spell it out for you. Yeah. And they didn't do that. And with the sign, too. Well, the thing that kind of got me here and I don't know which one came first. I'm pretty sure this, the movie came first. Cause this is what? 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a great scene in one of my favorite video games was lifted from this, apparently. Um, have you ever played the Telltale Games version of The Walking Dead? I played the first, the first, the episodic games. Yes. I played the first one uh, on my PS3. No, no, on my Xbox 360s. Does that sound yeah. about right? Right time frame, yeah. Yeah. But. The thing is, is like no, yeah, it was because I had my Xbox till like 2015. Well, chapter two or three, you go to this farm, and you're talking to this uh, couple that lives there. It's a dairy farm, but they start serving everyone steak. It's like this is a dairy farm; they don't have beef here. Yeah, come to find out, it's people and they're cannibals. And it's like, I, I and and the the uh, lady from the fucking movie reminded me a lot of Brenda from the game. And I'm like, Oh no. By the way, <laughs> was... th- that same scenario is in not one, but two fall games. It's in uh three and four. Yep. Which remember there's a family one. Mm-hmm. And then there is like, actually it's in new Vegas too. Cause you have the white glove society. I don't remember that. They were a casino and it was the most expensive casino. And they're cannibals, and they wear masks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was my favorite mission in in um, that that uh, game. But anyway, yeah, being a cannibal is a thing. <laughs> yeah, in post-apocalyptic media. Yeah, it is. And and Fallout, it's a fun little animation that grosses my wife out. That's why I pick it when I'm not using power armor just to piss her off. And in uh, <laughs> and in the road, it was very sad. Mm-hmm. But no, the road. If you were to take out the action sequences, and like kind of the charm this movie has, you get the road. I didn't like the road as much as I liked it. Now it's a very great movie and very powerful movie, yes. but it's not. 
it's, it's not as so entertaining. It's fucking not as fun. So, and also, too, I'm pretty sure The Last of Us stole its idea from the road because it, they're very similar if you just... Oh, yeah. You know, um, like when he finds the vault and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but... You know, The Road is one of those movies I've only seen twice, and I never think... I, I feel the need to never watch it again. I think it's just good where it was, watching it twice. Yeah, it's like, I feel awful every time i think about the time i watched that movie it's like god that movie was fucking apparently, sad apparently the book is even better but it's one of those you read it once and you burn the book because you never want to read it again <laughs> but apparently it's it's like oh really 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 good movie or book rather i don't know i suck at reading but yeah. i like it's really hard for me to get in a book like you need to grab me by chapter one or else i'm out the same you know so yeah. Anyway. Back to the movie. Uh, they go back and show uh, they well, show off the the backyard, which is full of. Uh, well, not yet. First, they give them tea, don't they? Yeah. So they had the tea. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, I'm going to show you something." And in the backyard. The, but, but the thing is, is I was mentioning the tea is because she's oh, yeah. shaking. Why? And the tea is like, yep. You know, like someone going through DTs, and then yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And so t- they go to the backyard, and it's like, oh, they killed all these people. And he's like, and ate them. She's like, what? Yeah. And then he mentioned the fact that, you know, she's shaking. She's yeah. shaking. There's something wrong with her. So it's like, we need to go now. Mm-hmm. So they start grabbing their shit. It's like, all right, we need to go. And they're like, no, stay. And he's like, no, we really need to. And he pulls the clock yeah, out. He's and like, he yeah, goes, no. we're just leaving. It's yeah, cool. It's, good. Yeah, thank you for the tea. Please thank you for everything. Yeah. Thank you for the tea. And he's being very polite. And then right when that happens, they open the door and the Raiders are there. Yeah. The fucking convoy shows up. And they're like, get back, back inside. inside. Back inside. Back inside. Just, hey, guys, I know you were just going to eat us and we were just going to kill you to get out of here but uh team up did you think that they were going to eat them though oh yeah you think so absolutely but why would they try to feed him food then oh you never fatten something up before you slaughter it this is true i don't know if they're gonna see what i thought they were gonna do is eat him and keep her as like a daughter thing because remember they mentioned that they used to have a family or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were probably going to eat him first and then her later. I don't think they were going to eat her. I mean, I would. Phrasing. <laughs> and they were not going to do that kind. No, they weren't. So no. anyway, there you go. That's they were going to do the teeth kind. Now we have a uh, a scene with like a Gatlin gun and everything else. In there. Now the cannibals are fighting back with yep. Eli and Solara. And they offer up their weapons. It's like, hey, yeah. here's an MP5. Dude, it's like, it's, cool. It's awesome. They they hit a button on the couch and the couch opens up and it's just like got a fucking assault rifles all the way down and like everything's automatic weapons. Yeah. And you're like, it's funny. You see Meg light up. It's like, yeah, it's Solaris, whatever the fuck her name is. It's like, hey, you know how to fire this thing? And she's like, fuck yeah. It's like, I yeah, love it. MP5. It's, it's, it's like um, the movie. Zombie Land when when uh, uh, Woody Harrelson goes God bless rednecks yes. and he finds that bag full of full of all the yeah yeah same thought there <laughs> so and here's where the plot armor gets strong yeah there is a because they dump into that fucking house turn it to matchsticks they do they you know the shoot the fuck out of it RPG hits that lady square in the chest just blows her all the fuck apart they uh, shoot uh, the guy even though he takes out a bunch of them with that AR mm. and they just you know unload on him with a Gatling gun he gets blown away mm. but Meg and Eli for whatever reason not a scratch don't get hit at well, all well in he's a explained. moment yeah he uh, when he was when they were uh, when he was kind of reading the bible to her he explained that you know I was oh no it's when they were walking he's like yeah I've I've have this voice in my head where you know I've been told where to go. Like after the blast, I was told to go and find the book, and then I was told to go west with it, and I would find a place where I could keep it safe, and I would be protected from anyone in my way. She's like, so the voice in your head allows you to not get hurt, and he's like, yep, that's what's pretty what much, is. yeah. And she's like, okay, so you've been walking west for thirty-one years, and you're not there yet. And it's like, yeah, I mean. It takes a long time to walk across the I country. Don't think he it doesn't take 31 fucking years. I don't years. think he found the book day one. I think he Even found... Even so. Well, I mean, Forrest since. Gump did it in what, like six months or something? Less than that. He went back and forth a couple times. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, eh, you're not great here. And he's like, yeah, I... I he's like, I'm just going based off faith. I'm, I'm being led by faith, you know, the voice yeah. in the head. And he's like... She's like, so, like... How do you know where to go? He's like, no, it's like faith. It's like knowing without knowing. Yeah. And she's like, I don't get it. And he's like, well, you don't have to. It's faith. They, they don't. 
I mean, she doesn't understand the word faith. Right, yeah. She doesn't because get it's a, probably a draconian, antiquated word if there is no religion. Right. You know. So he's having trouble explaining it. She's having trouble understanding. He's like, I just kind of go. <laughs> but anyway. So here, I'm, and here's where I'm like, okay, maybe it's not so dumb because what if he actually is being protected by God? Yeah. If he is God's chosen and like those bullets missing him before were on purpose. Are you saying that God came down and stopped the motherfucking bullets? <laughs> Thank you for that. I was hoping you would just kind of <laughs> do that at some point. Yes. You tell me this is divine intervention. This is divine intervention. Yep. That's- Vincent, God wants you to say that. I want you to say there was a de- This is a fucking Jules, miracle. Jules. It was a fucking miracle. Let's get in the car, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking that's. We have to take it seriously now, as opposed to, she looks at him like, oh, he's fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah, he's fucking crazy. A voice in my head, and I found a magic book. So he throws out the book, but it's not the book. It's fucking Claymore. It's a Claymore mine. And I love that scene. And you know it was coming. Oh, yeah. Finally, though, they they get him out, and he gets gut shot, and they take Solara. Yep, and well, another funny part, though, is he's like, where's the book? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to kill her. He's like, it's behind the TV. And he tells one of the henchmen, it's like, all right, it's behind the TV. And he's like, behind the fucking what? And he's like, oh, God. And he goes to his older henchmen. He's like, it's behind the TV. Go get it. You know what a fucking TV is. I'm like, oh, they don't know what a TV is. I didn't see. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, because he's like, go get it. It's behind the TV. And he's like, the what? And it's like, I never noticed that. Yeah. He, he didn't know what a TV was. Whoa. Okay. Okay, so, I'm gonna have to when I rewatch this because it is a good movie. Um, I'm gonna look for that because I I told that totally flew over my head. Yep. So uh, he gets gut shot. He tries to stand and he almost kind of holds his own, staring him down. Badass moment. Yeah. Badass moment that he's like, okay, I'm not going all the way down in front of you. And they kind of just leave him there to die, and they take off and start heading back in the convoy. And at this point, I believe Solara is able to get out and cause the vehicle to flip or what happens well, she there? has like some kind of string or cordage or something like that yeah a garrote yeah and she just wraps it around the guy's neck and just kind of yanks back and causes it to crash and then she gets a hold of the grenades that he has exactly and just starts yeeting grenades at the oncoming guys but uh that being said um Carnegie is his fucking name. Carnegie, yeah. Carnegie is Gary Not Carlisle. Kid. I was close. Yeah. So Carnegie actually has the book, and it's like locked up. It's got like this key lock on it, right? Mm-hmm. Like but, a girl's uh, diary exactly. from the 90s. But, the, but he's got the book, so he's happy. He's just holding it like, my precious. And yeah. uh, they finally get back to, uh, he gets back to the OK Corral town. And he well, gets. He, he sees the other cars get, you know, grenaded, and he's like, Fuck okay, it. Yeah, Meg gets in the car and starts leaving, and the guy tells him, he's like, hey, we got enough gas to get back. Do you really want to go after her? And he's like, oh, we just got enough to get back. Fuck it. I got what I came for. I don't care. The sad thing is the main henchman, though, is like, I just wanted to love you. Or he says something like... Well, he doesn't even say anything. He just kind of stops her, pulls the thing out, and just gets out. He's like, okay, just let me out here and die. Go take it. But you know, that, yeah. there's like a... A sadness a moment to of just like you know, I'm sorry this didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, is you know, I mean, I don't think he was gonna like make her smell the glove or anything. I think he was going to be nice to her. At least I hope I wanted it. To, I wanted to believe that he seems like he generally really cared liked for her. her yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think he was gonna let like her whole crew run a train on her or anything. So no. Uh, finally, we see Tom Waits. They never give him a name. Uh, and Carnegie and, and Carnegie and, and Waits opens up the, the lock and then he it's in Braille. Mm-hmm. That's like the, you know, the twist right there. Yeah, right? it's like the whole thing's in Braille. He has it and he can't even fucking read it. And then he, meanwhile, yeah. Eli is going right through here. Mm-hmm. He has to go through here because if he's coming that way and he's coming through like 80 because he comes north side of the Golden Gate Bridge and then loops around and then goes to Alcatraz, meaning he had to come across here Ah. and then go down. So yeah. You mean where the studio is? Yeah. He probably came like right by the studio. Welcome welcome to Napa Valley, Eli. Yeah. (laughs) So he came through here to get to San Francisco. That's kind of cool. You know what? Probably less dangerous uh, there than it is now. That that was a joke. 
No, it's, it's, it's not kinda, a joke. It's kind of not. It's kind of not. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, if you want to experience uh, the Book of Eli tour, go to San Francisco right now and walk around. And uh, it helps if you're white and you have a lot of jewelry. Because, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you know, I hope you have a machete and, and, and vats powers. But anyway. We're puncture-resistant shoes. Exactly. Uh, anyway. Oh, um, yeah, you don't want to step on a hypodermic. Or 12. Or 12. Dude. I look, I, I'm not even a joke. Like last time no, I was down there walking not. around, it's like there are needles just in the fucking street. I know. I'm like, I thought that was just a dumb Fox News talking no, point. That, no, it's real. You no, know, uh, even though I'm not a fan of Fox News, um, no. they when they talk about the Bay Area, they're on point. Yeah, it's like okay, yep, fair. You know, you you, earn, you got that shot in, but mm-hmm. the rest of their shit's dumb. But anyway. <clears throat> so he's somehow in San Francisco now, and they get they go all whoa, the whoa, way. Whoa, whoa, let's wait! And we we forgot the part where Carnegie. That's break, oh, is that coming up? That's or, coming up. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, because so he comes. They're on the the Bay uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, not the Bay Bridge, and they're looking and they Great can see shot across too, by the into way. San Francisco. That's all fucked. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that um, that Solara picks him up and starts and drives him. She finds him like you know wounded in the road. Oh yeah, she goes and, back to the and the he duct, farm, and he yeah. duct tapes himself up. And mm-hmm. and that's that's when they say they. That's what we meant. Yeah. So Solaris and uh, fucking Meg and Eli start heading, and they get to San Francisco. And this is another trope where the Golden Gate Bridge gets destroyed. It's already kind it's of in up. every fucking every movie. Every fucking movie, Golden Gate I Bridge think, is destroyed. I think, the God, I think Godzilla destroyed the Golden Gate Bridge only once, though. Yeah, because that's the only time he went to San Francisco. Dude, you know how many fucking. Oh, yeah, the other one was in New York. That was the Brooklyn Bridge. Yep. My bad. <laughs> so uh, they start uh, rowing on a boat out to Alcatraz, which kind of looks nice. Dude, top 10 movies where San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge got destroyed. We need to do it a list. Ooh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, that's coming up. That, that needs to be an episode. Write that down. I, 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 well, I, it's kind of hard to forget, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, here's where it cuts back to uh, Carnegie and his blind wife, wife slave. I don't know. Yeah, something. She because they says like we're. Meg says earlier in the movie, it's like uh, no, but we're like beholden unto him. Like like yeah. they, uh, it's like eh, not my dad, but yeah, kinda, yeah, he kind of owns us. Yeah, and uh, they have to take a boat. You know, and they, they, by the way, good luck taking a rowboat to Alcatraz. I don't know if you would, you'd probably get carried out, I think. I don't know. If the tide's coming in, I think you're good. If the tide's going out, ooh, paddle Dude, water, bud. Not like that. And I don't know about apocalyptical sharks. They probably would survive, though, because sharks are like one of the oldest species of, of creature ever. They mate there. I want to see a nuclear great white. Oh, dude, that'd be dope. But they mate there. That's I. I am in love with great white sharks because they scare the shit out of me. They mate in the San Francisco Bay Area and then they they migrate over to Australia. <sighs> they travel across the world to do it, dude. But so meaning, if they got a little bit of chop, they would have been eaten anyway. Just saying. Yep, but they didn't though. They, didn't. they made it to the rock, and then you know they're like, hey, you know. What are you doing here? And he's like, "Hey, I have a copy of the, King, the King James, James Bible. Bible." And they're like, "Oh, come on oh, in!" Oh, that, yeah, that's all you had to you, say. Yeah, you don't think they'd be welcomed in San Francisco, well, but that, it was. That's a horse of a different color. <laughs> so basically, that, well, I wasn't tr- trying to be Ray. I was quoting Wizard of Oz. Um, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they let him in, and come to find out, there's this you know group of people who are trying to you know archive the old world. Yeah, they're the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, like they're archiving the old world, and they kind of want to have it preserved so they can create like a museum or like create a library of and, like what in the order lost. to. I think the idea was to educate people so they don't become like savages. I th- I think that's what it was. They're already kind of fucking savages. Well, I don't. I know. I mean, that the hey, it's kind of like Shawshank. Would you rather not have it a library or have a library? I'd rather have the library. Exactly, and. Um, they're like, where's the book? I would like to see a copy of it. And he yeah, he's just, like, is it a little, uh, he's like, what, is the book in good condition? He's like, book's a little beat up. It's me. I'm yeah, the, I'm the book. It'll do the job. So uh, as Eli is dying, because um, he's gut shot and there's like, you know, really. Fuck all you can do about it yeah, in this world. exactly. I mean, you could pull out the bullet, but there's still going to be infection. And got, and all, after 31 years, no medicine would work. 
I don't think. I don't know. I, the half-life for medicine, usually it says like two to three years, but in honesty, it's more like six. Yeah, and he'd need like a surgeon, and not probably not a lot of those around. Mm, not good ones. Well, you need antiseptics, too, and unless they know how to make... Well, they could make alcohol, which is pr- fairly easy to make, but uh, no, you're right. I mean... Getting gut shot would be really hard to do. Cause yeah, you're kind of just going to, he's going to die. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, I mean, you never know. But, but yeah. not until he recounts the entire Bible from beginning. He goes, I hope you end. have a lot of paper. Yep. So he sits there and just talks to this guy who looks like Dr. Wiley from Mega Man. Dude, it's Michael McDowell. Anyway, Michael McDowell, who looks like Dr. Wiley from Mega Man. Dude, he's the leader of the Enclave. And Dr. Wiley from Mega Man. Apparently. Okay, finally. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but except for he's skinnier. Yeah. And so he's sitting there just writing away as he's recounting, you know, everything. And then we also get like this like goodbye letter that he's like reading to Meg, to yeah. Mila Kunis' character. And oh yeah, and everything's going shit for Carnegie. He's just like, you know Oh yeah, his gang doesn't listen to him anymore because he's all lame. Mm-hmm. And just it's like chaos over there. And his wife's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna translate it for you. Get no, fucked. she says, I forgot how to read. She didn't, but she, she said that. Like, she oh, starts. She starts feeling the book, and she realizes, "Oh, this is yeah that book." So we don't know if she's ever read it before. I think we went with the idea of like her face lights up, like she knows what it is, and she's like, "Oh, I can read this." And she's like, "Yeah, I can't fucking read it. Fuck you." Exactly. So um, that's kind of the end. We see uh, Solara is now like, now I have to journey. Yeah, she's going to go home. And so she's going to go back and go murder Hobo like Eli did? I... And kind of save her mom, maybe? I think so. And maybe she has, like, a empowerment feeling and, and she knew shit was going to go bad. Because, dude, if you think about it, his army is, like, gone. Yeah. So it's total probably chaos. Yeah, not there. They're, I mean, they're killing each other off, and like he can't do anything. Carnegie tries to stop him, and he's like, "They won't listen to you. You have no power now." Nope. And at the end of it, you see as he's you know telling his goodbyes <clears throat> that you know the guy writes you know he has this giant uh, Bible now, and he puts it in between the Torah and the Quran on the yeah. shelf. I actually thought that was really cool. That was a cool thing. It's like, yeah, God 1.0, God 3.0. Here we go, God 2.0. Exactly. Slides right in the middle. We were that, missing this piece. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought that was really cool. And and it's all bound up and looks nice and everything else. And it says the King James Version Bible. And then, and then uh, Alcatraz, Alcatraz print. Yeah. print, which I thought was really cool, too. But at the same time, it's like, that doesn't help anybody. So It doesn't help anybody. He walked all the way across the United States for 31 years, doesn't help anyone, and maybe. then writes a book that sits on a shelf in Alcatraz and dies. You don't know that. <laughs> he didn't help anybody. Shush you. I'll get the Chaz in here to yell at you. Um, no, not that fucking guy. So um, you hated it because of... Because it just... He didn't help anybody. If, if he is, you know... The, the prophet of the, you know, God of Abraham, he's going across into the wilderness and not helping anybody, but just preserving the book. Well, he Solara. No, he didn't. He locked her in a fucking tower. But he saved her. Kind of, yeah. It's like, that was the one person he helped. Hey, you know, to be fair, um, we haven't done that. Go ahead. Run the thing. <laughs> That's the episode. Just us doing. To uh, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. So, God, we made it far into the episode before we <laughs> I did. Know, to be an fair, hour and three. We're about to close up, and here we are. Yeah. So, uh, to be fair, though, he did say he's like, you know, I was, you know, I realized that, you know, I was uh, just reading the book and I wasn't living by it. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like okay, but. You still didn't help anybody. Well, I mean, uh, it, it uh, wasn't the voices telling him to help. Remember, so they I don't printed know, one copy and they put it on a shelf, and that was it. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, it if they printed more than yeah, I would be like, okay, maybe. Well, yeah. maybe that Alcatraz site, they were like trying to repopulate humanity. You never know. I mean, I, I that's what I thought they were like. That's kind of what it struck me as is like, oh, yeah, these guys are going to repopulate the or at least reeducate the earth. Yeah, kind of restart society. Society. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Restart society. Um, so 
yeah, uh, we gave it a seventy three. Seventy three. It's not bad. It uh, got bonus points for the for the you know correct round count. I so yeah, I'm I'm okay with going to a the weapons in it are great. Like the gun, oh, yeah. the gunplay and swordplay in this movie are great. The action scenes are great. You didn't like the plot too much. You thought there was too many inconsistencies, and also the ending was like whoa. Yeah, just as soon as oh yeah, because as he's recounting the story, it zooms in on his eyes, and then it shows the book that uh, Carnegie has in Braille. Yeah, and it's like oh he's blind. I'm like oh my god, he's fucking blind. How do you explain all this shit? And it's like oh god, god did, did it. it. I'm like oh god, I hate that so much more. It's such a dumb. I'm like I guess it fits the world and it fits the idea. I really like this movie. I say go check it out. It is free on, I think, Amazon.com? No, no. They pulled it off. It was on Hulu. They pulled it off Hulu. It's on Max right now. Wow. So I saw it just before, because I saw this last week. Yeah. I started watching it last week and uh, had to stop. They switched it, yeah. And then I went to go watch it again. It's not there, but it's- I hate it when that happens. All right. Anyway, we're going to get out of here. Thank you for listening. Anything else you got to uh, say before we get out of here? No plugins, just go. No plugins. Okay, Fucking well, send it. I need to return some videotapes, so be kind and rewind. <laughs>